Okay, good evening, Moira Rabbi And we will go over this uh, third item on the list, which Chavis Avavis tells us about, because it certainly is one of great import, both in terms of really describing what a true anav is, because it has to come from a place of humility. doesn't mean he has to be the biggest anav in the world like Moshe Rabbeinu, but he has to have certainly the trait that midah of humility, the semblance of humility within him, to understand that no greatness that he has, no accomplishments that he has done, is due any maksik tevel asmai. He's not due any credit. Anything he has done, anything that he's accomplished, the anav understands, is because HaKadosh Baruch Hu allowed him to do that. And therefore, just because somebody says a remark to him, a snide remark, a negative comment, he thinks, to me, he's saying that? Do you know who I am? And the truth is, as we've seen in the last barrack, who are we already? We're a person who is in this world, who is imbued with kayak, with abilities from our Kaddish Baruch Hu. And that sense of always being in the presence of Hashem, and Hashem is so massively great, to use that term, and we are so intensely, so entirely small compared to that. So therefore, a person understands how humble he should be. But here we get to a new level, this hashlishi, this widening of the person's heart, the civilis, to be civil, to be able to withstand and tolerate and absorb ma'ashayisne, really what he would very much dislike, as a matter of fact, a person would hate it. A person hates getting embarrassed or being told negative comments. But yet... He will never retaliate. He will never pay back a person who wronged him with doing wrong. As Dovr HaMelech said, and here we end with the Chazal, this Gemara, that HaNelovim V'einan Olvin, Shemen Kharpaz V'einan Mishiv, those who take the insult, and even if they answer back, but not with an insult, or even better, Shemen Kharpaz V'einan Mishiv, they don't even answer back. Oisimei they continue doing out of Avas Hashem what they have to do, Usmechim Biyasurin. And Smechim Biyasurin has to be explained why are they so happy about the Yisurin? What makes them so happy? So this really could be explained on many levels. Not only that they're okay with it, but they appreciate it. They to the point where they enjoy it. Almost so much so that Rab Chaim Vital writes in his Sefer Shari Kedush, Reb Chaim Vital lived 400 years ago. He was the Talmud of the Arizal. The Arizal himself, the great Mekubal, the Arizal, didn't really write anything. All of his writings, all of his Pshatim, his understandings, his deep thoughts, which we have much of, most of them come from Reb Chaim Vital, his Talmud. And Reb Chaim Vital writes in his Sefer Shari Kedusha that this concept of Mavra al one who is able to overlook insult, able to overlook injustices that are done to him, which the Gemara tells us, Mavir Kopshov, he says, if a person truly would have eyes of wisdom, you would go search out someone who will pain you. 
if someone really knew the truth, you would go seek out people who will insult you. I think there's a whole example of a marshal, the story that Chavazvavas will give us later. I believe it's in the seventh parak. We'll get to that. But if a person truly knew the the wealth of greatness that it could come to him by someone else insulting him and he's able to keep quiet, he's able not to answer back, it's untold schar that he will get. What kind of schar does he get? Well, here we say, those who asmechem b'yesurim, they rejoice when they're given an opportunity for someone who berates them, someone who says a sharp comment to them, and they don't answer back, and they are happy with that inside, they say, oh, Hashem, thank you for sending me this, this, this yesurim my way. On them it said, v'oyavov, those who take it out of love, they are like the bright sun when it goes out. Sometimes the sun is obscured. It's a cloudy day. So the sun is there. The sun is always there. But sometimes we can't see it. Sometimes it's not glaring in our eyes. But this person, he is like the bright, strong sun when it comes out in its full strength. So first of all, the Mashkiach used to say like this, one of the Rishonim, I think it's in the Gemara and Shabbos where this is quoted. The Meiri said, why like the sun? Why is he compared to the sun? Why does he get reward like the sun? So listen to this beautiful Pshat. In the beginning of creation, Hashem created two luminaries. The two great luminaries. So the Chazal asked already, the Gemara Chulin, first you tell me that two great luminaries. Sounds like they were the same size. Then you tell me there was one big one, one small one, the sun and the moon. Which were they? So we know the story. What happened? Really, the way Chazal tell us, Tell it is they were the same size. The sun and the moon were the exact same size. And the moon came over to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I mean, this doesn't mean the actual moon came over. This is the way Chazal depicted to us in whatever realm and understanding is. It's for, to convey to us, this is what we're supposed to understand from these Pesukim and Chumash, the way the Chazal understood the depth of it to bring us home this lesson. The moon comes to Hashem and says, could you have two kings with one throne, with one throne, with one crown? Can't be. Now, he meant good. He meant well. Hashem, I want to bring great glory to your name. But I, I can't. He, he does the same thing as I do. I need, I, we need to be different. And the moon certainly thought that, uh, listen, I don't mind you just make me a little bit higher up, a little bit bigger, maybe a little bit more robust, a little more brighter. Hashem says, oh, I see... You, you want to say that you can't be two of the same? It's not good? Okay. So Hashem says, okay, go make yourself smaller. And that's what happened to the moon. The moon became smaller. We know the pshat that the moon now only gets its light from the sun. But that story we get into, and maybe if we have time, we'll say our pshat from the Helegazeda, the Chesam Sefer, how he understands pshat in that Gemara. But let's move over to the other side. Who was the other being in this story besides for the moon that was the sun what did the sun say 
the moon is coming to Hashem and says, we can't both be the same size. And Hashem says, okay, make yourself small. What did the sun say over here? And the answer is, says the Me'iri, the sun said nothing. The sun was quiet. That's what it means that when someone insults anybody else, here the moon is saying, listen, I can't be the same size as this sun, you know? We can't be to do, do the same job. And the sun could have said, oh, come on, listen, you know, we'll do it. Maybe we'll do other days. You'll do one day. I'll do the other day. We'll switch, you know? So maybe okay, the sun was quiet. The sun says, okay, if you, if you think that uh, I'm not worthy, maybe you, you should be bigger than I. Okay, I accept that. The sun was quiet. And what happened in the end of the day? In the end, the sun remained its great, strong, brilliant, bright sun. And the moon became smaller. So that's what happens with this person also. That's the marshal over here from this Pusik. A Pusik in Shaitan, but Chazal understand it. The one who's Mavral Midaisov, the one who's quiet in an argument, the one who's quiet when someone says something bad to him, when someone wrongs him, when someone insults him, he's quiet, when someone does an injustice to him. He doesn't, uh, the, the principle of the matter, we have to, this is not right, we have to. Someone's quiet, he lets it go, he overlooks it, he's forgiving. That person is, gets a similar schar, a similar reward, like the son. Just like the son, the son who was quiet in that argument, so too is what happens to the person who's quiet in an argument. And let's go to the Gemara now. This is a Gemara and Rosh Hashanah, Daf Yud Zayin, Kol Hamavra Al Midaisa. Here we're talking about the, this marshal. He's like the sun. Okay, maybe it's a little bit hard to relate to. It's a little too abstract. I mean, the sun. I don't really know exactly what schar the sun got or gets. And I see it's still the same size, but we don't really relate to the sun. But the Gemara tells us something that is certainly relatable to Kol Hamavra Midaisa. Whoever could overlook injustices, could overlook harm that's done to him, could just forgive and forget, Let's first translate it and then we'll explain it. They wipe out all of his pishoim, all of his iniquities that are the highest level of sin. Certainly they wipe out the chatoim, those sins done unintentionally, or even done bemazed, but even if it's done in a rebellious fashion, Hashem says, I'll overlook them also. You're able to overlook injustices, Hashem says, I'll overlook your injustices to me. I mean, if Chazal wouldn't say this, it would be impossible for someone to even concoct a shot like this. Yeah, that's what happens in a person. What do you mean? The person did wrong. You know, Reuven did wrong, he did certain avarice, and, and he deserves to be punished. And here Chazal tell us that the, the Yipasik indicates it's not what happens. Hashem says, I have a very interesting system in this world. And I give people opportunities that if they, they are able to overlook wrongdoings from people like them, other human beings, Hashem says that I could overlook the injustices and the wrongdoings that you do to me, Hashem says. So this Gemara already just breaks it open. Forget about little things over here and it will be it will, it will be better for a person in this world, which sometimes that reward in this world speaks to us a little bit more strongly. Okay? We like the here and now. 
the wipe away all my sins. I don't know. You know, when I get there, I'll 120, then I'll start figuring it out. Of course, it's too late then. But ma'avirin le'al kol pshav. I mean, it's, 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 it's astounding to think about it. person has an opportunity. He's put in a situation where someone says something to him, whether it's face-to-face or whether it's in a public matter and someone says something and he's seething inside, he's, he's has raged with anger inside and wants to answer back. And instead, he lets it go, doesn't, and he goes home, and he should be the happiest person. If he's able to do that, he should be the happiest person. He should be happy with that moment. Because with that, he has just wiped out all of his sins. He has wiped out all of his sins. And that's why, let's go back to Rabbi Chaim Vital. That's why Rabbi Chaim Vital writes in Shari Kedusha, if a person truly had wisdom in his mind, he would go seek out somebody who, who would shepherd me. Go seek out someone who will wrong, be, do wrong to me. Because you're seeking your life. You know what you can get from that? You know what? Look what happened to the son. The son, for the last 5,781 years, day in, day out, has been strong, going strong, has not wavered, doesn't get smaller, doesn't get bigger, smaller, big. That's the moon. The sun remains constant, remains with its full strength. Nothing's taken away from the sun. As a matter of fact, loss of love, the sun will burn, will, will even go even brighter, as we say in Kiddush Lavana. So uh, he quotes Rabbi Levi used to quote the Shalah Kodesh. The Shalah Kodesh used to say, Yismach, a person should rejoice, Becherufim, Begidufim. He should rejoice with the insults and the shame, he should rejoice with getting insults even more than he enjoys delicacies. Okay? Again, here we're talking about a level, but if a person is prepared for it, sometimes he's caught off guard and he sometimes reacts too quickly. It's just like a trigger reaction. But if a person always keeps this in mind, he says to himself once a day, to be to let things go. When he's faced with that situation and he's able to, he is guaranteed tremendous bracha. Agutanacht.